Welcome back to another episode of the Mark 950 podcast, where we encourage people into building a stronger spiritual life in Christ through the word and real life testimonies of faith. Hey guys, it has been a while. <laughs> Um, I know I haven't really been uploading as much as before. If you are a consistent listener, I am just so sorry about that. My work schedule has just been very tight lately. And because I actually work pretty much on a regular schedule, I'm still adjusting to how everything has been turning out. But um, yeah, we're here, we're, we're back, and we're always going to come back. And um, yeah, and, and since we're talking a bit about work, I just want to like really take this moment to just thank God for sustaining me. Um, Father, I thank you, Lord, for work, although it gets a little challenging sometimes, maybe very challenging sometimes. I, I just want to give you praise, oh God, um, for your presence and for the opportunity to be able to serve you in my workplace where I can actually reach out to more people and um, that I'm able to bring people to you and lift up those people to you in prayer. Help me, Lord, to be bolder as I grow to get to know more about you. In Jesus' name, amen. You know one thing I realized, guys? Wherever each one of us may be right now is for a purpose. Whether you're at home, still at school, or working, you are exactly where you need to be. Even if it seems like you are in an uncomfortable situation right now and you don't, you don't understand what's happening around you, you are still where you need to be. Because our God is sovereign, He doesn't allow anything to happen in a Christian's life without a divine purpose. Personally, this truth has um, like really helped me trust God even more, knowing that when He is the one who calls the shots in my life, I should have that confidence you know, that confidence, knowing that wherever he leads me is actually where I need to be. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That means I shall not desire more than what the Lord God gives or provides for me each and every day. He knows what I need. I don't always know what I need. You don't always know what you need. But we can never, ever be lost in trusting God. And that is my encouragement for you today. <laughs> but uh, yeah, in the last episode, I believe I mentioned that we were going to talk about the Lordship of Jesus Christ. So here we are, and um, we're going to be talking about the Lordship of Jesus because... It's also a very important thing to discuss about. And we're going to 
begin with Romans 10, 9. I don't know if you can hear the noise. Um, right now, I'm actually in an area, in a different area. I'm not at home. I'm actually in an area where, um, uh, like, I'm temporarily been transferred. So, yeah. But anyway, we're going to begin with Romans 10, 9 that reads, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So, the starting point of salvation is actually the acknowledgement of the Lordship of Jesus Christ in literally every area of our lives. Every area of our lives. So if Jesus is not Lord of even the smallest matters of our lives, he is not Lord of our lives at all. We can't receive Jesus as only our Savior without also submitting our lives to his Lordship. Now, mind you, Lordship is not about following a set of like religious rules or traditions. Submitting our lives to Christ always begins in the heart. It always begins in our hearts. We follow Christ not out of obligation, rather out of love for him. Just as we receive Jesus because he is our extreme joy. You know, we don't just receive him so we can go to heaven and not hell, but because <laughs> Jesus is Jesus, you know, because we have found hope in him and we want him to be part of our lives because of who he is. He is God who came down to earth in a form of a man so that he can die for our sins and have a relationship with us. And that's because he loves us. And he loves us too much to keep walking out of his perfect will. Lordship demands obedience. Luke 6.46 says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? Jesus is basically asking, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, if you have a complete disinterest of having your heart and your life be under my jurisdiction? The word Lord, by definition, is a title of someone having that supreme power or rule. It's the authority or the state of being a Lord. We listen to Hillsong so much and sing, Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake, Lord, have your ways in me. We sing these very words, but don't really mean it, you know. Most often than not, we sing all these worship songs, but don't really worship. Sometimes we really just like how they sound and it's sometimes even just the reason why we go to, to church. And it's so sad. It's, it's sad because true worship is really not about the songs that we sing. You know, God looks into our hearts. 
The heart of worship is acknowledging God's sovereignty over our lives. A heart for Him and Him alone. And it's defined by the priority we place on who He is in our lives. It's the matter of the heart expressed through a lifestyle of holiness. Therefore, if you and I claim to be people who love Jesus and we call him Lord, the way we live our lives should reflect that. I'm not saying you need to be perfect, nor am I saying all these because I am. I'm not. Christ has already perfected everything for us, yes. But just that I thought about it, you know. Don't you think that because of what Christ did for you and I on the cross, he is deserving of all of our best? You know, just as a servant does everything for his Lord. Shouldn't we as well as servants of Christ? And the Holy Spirit guides us through that too. You know, but are we listening to the Holy Spirit? Are we, you know... Are we getting convicted? Or when we get convicted, do we listen? Do we actually do something about that conviction? Or do we just keep ignoring and just like move on with our lives and do whatever we feel like doing? It says in John 14, 15, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Jesus said that. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. This isn't an issue on being legalistic. This is assurance of our salvation. If, it's, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. What does that mean? It means we have been removed from our old stinking lives in the, into our new holy lives. And that's the most beautiful thing ever. That's God's love for us. Because he has loved us first, we should be able to love him back. Thus, being intentional in doing our best to do what pleases the Lord. You know, though we can never really please him enough, we can never do enough <laughs> for him. You know, that we can never really surpass God's love for us. He is still deserving of our best. It's, it's basically just what we do when we're in love. We do everything for the people we love. And we try to get to know them better. It's the same. Just that the difference is when you love God, He doesn't disappoint. <laughs> People, on the other hand, we always disappoint each other. You've heard it said, right? If God is not enough in your life, no person or thing ever will be. Might sound cliche, but it is true, yo. In order for us to establish good relationships with others, we must have a relationship with our God first. We are commanded to love God with all of our minds, our hearts, and our souls first. That's Jesus' first commandment. Heart, soul, and mind. Our emotions, our actions, and our thoughts 
should all be centered on him first. And all, all these come with knowing him. Take a moment to pause and think right now. Do you really know who God is? Do you love him for who he is? Not just for what he does? And if you're not so sure, read the Bible. Everything that we need to know about God is there. He speaks to us through his word. And oh man, trust me, once you learn how to lower down the volume of the world in your own voice and start hearing God speak to you daily, <laughs> I'm telling you, you will never want to stop. And your desires will change, your ways will change, how you relate to other people will change. And you will start to echo the character of Jesus' love for you in every situation you're in. And it'll be obvious. Others will see it. And others will be able to tell that you are indeed a follower of Christ. This is what happens when, when you really, truly walk in the Spirit and truth. As you live your life in full submission to Christ as both your Lord and Savior. Colossians 2 verse 6 says, And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. This tells us that following Jesus is not a one-time thing. We don't follow Jesus only when it's easy. But we follow him especially when it's hard. When it's hard to love, we love when it's hard to forgive, we forgive. When it's hard to be patient, we be patient. And we do it over and over and over and over again, continually, daily. Why? Because God did all those things for us too. And he continues to demonstrate his love for us, even when we are just so undeserving of it all. <laughs> really not choosing to love others the same way Christ has loved us is just selfish and sad I know it's difficult you know it's, it's, it's not always easy but that's that's us it's like that's why we gotta allow the Holy Spirit to just operate in us and not grieve the Holy Spirit because he's the one who's going to to make it all possible for us, you know, because with God, all things are possible. Even when you think that it's so that it's so impossible to forgive somebody who has hurt you a lot, it's going to be possible by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the good news is this. If indeed we have the Holy Spirit in us, we have help in every situation. We are able to do what human nature isn't able to do. And as we grow to know more about Jesus, the more we submit to him. 
And the more we submit to him, the more we become like him. As we continue to, to gaze at his loveliness and grow in his grace, we become transformed into his image as we pass from one glory to the next. So to put it in, a simple, in simple words, as we walk in obedience to Jesus as our Lord, day by day we become better and we mature in the faith. To spiritually grow is just the most amazing thing ever. Like, I'm, It's the most beautiful thing that's, um, that's ever happened into my life and I'm really glad that that I am growing still and I will keep on growing until until God calls me back home and it's the same for you you know take joy in living this life with Jesus you know inspire and pull more people up to do the same when we are servants of the king, him and his kingdom should be our top priority. Let's end in prayer. Lord Jesus, we acknowledge your sovereignty over our lives. We give up control, Lord, for we know your ways are better than our ways anyway. So are your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So Lord, we pray that by the power of the Holy Spirit, we may continue to learn how to be good representatives of you. And that when we say we love you and follow you, our lives would reflect what we say and what we claim to be. Only by your grace, all these we pray in your name. Jesus, who is both our Savior and Lord. Amen. Before we officially end this episode, I've got a few reflection questions for us to ponder on this week. Number one, how is the Holy Spirit speaking to your heart right now? Are you being convicted of something? Number two, is your lifestyle glorifying God? Do you believe that what you've been doing is what your Holy Lord wants you to do? And three, how is that going to advance his kingdom? How do you think your lifestyle is going to advance God's kingdom? All right. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you've been blessed by this episode. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you, be gracious to you, and give you peace. This is Kai, your host, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode.